Thanks for joining us for this message from Awakened Church. We believe in the power of God's Word, and we pray that you're encouraged by this message. Now lean in as we hear from God's Word together. If you have a Bible, please turn to Psalm 40. That's where we're going to be today. And if you don't have a Bible, that's all right. Uh, we'll have the verses up on the screen. But um, today we're going to be looking at Psalm 40. And uh, you might be familiar with it. I love Psalm 40. Um, and, but uh, we're in this series called Playlists. And what we're learning in this series is that the book of Psalms is really just a book of songs. That really it's God's divine playlist for our lives. I don't know about you, but I've got playlists for the car. I've got a workout playlist. Like I've got a playlist when I have the kids in the car to make sure that they don't hear any music they shouldn't hear. And so, you know, we all have playlists in our cars. And so the book of Psalms is really a, a, a book about songs for our lives, things that we face in our lives. And so some of the songs on our playlist is how to live the blessed life. We talked about how to get out of the elevator of anxiety. We talked about how to live a life of integrity. Last week, we talked about shame and and where shame should go. And today, we're going to look at a portion of Scripture that's very applicable for today. As we as a country celebrate our independence, we're looking at a portion of the Bible where David is celebrating his independence. That he's been going through some things in his life. He's gotten himself in a situation, but he sees that the Lord has delivered him and that the Lord has um, uh, brought him some independence as well. And so we're going to look at that, but his independence came after a time of waiting. But let's look at what Psalm 40 has to say, starting in verse uh, 1. It says, I waited patiently for the Lord. He inclined to me and heard my cry. He drew me up from the pit of destruction out of the miry bog and set my feet upon a rock, making my steps secure. He put a new song in my mouth, a song of praise to our God. Many will see and fear and put their trust in the Lord. David is at a point in his life where he's been going through something in his life. We could tell because he's talking about a pit of destruction, a miry bog, or a muddy pit, as we might say, and he's going through something. Now, the text isn't clear what he's going through. He could be going through some sin in his life. There could be a sickness going on in his life. Chances are it's probably enemies chasing him and coming after him. I mean, a lot of people wanted him wiped off the face of this earth, like he had a lot of enemies. But whatever it is, he's been praying for a long time that God would pull him out of this muddy pit and give him this firm foundation. He's been waiting a long time for this. And I was thinking about that word waiting. I don't know about you all, but I hate waiting. And when I have to wait, I never wait patiently. Anybody else here, you can't wait patiently? Like, I don't think I'm the only person in the room. If you didn't, you're lying to yourself, all right? You need to confess that stuff. None of us like waiting. And how do I know this? Because when you come outside Riverside Drive, what are you going to find? Fast food everywhere. We don't have time to cook our food. We don't have time to wait for it. We got to have it now. Microwave meals are a big thing. You know, you got to have those meals now. You got to keep going, right? Even I was reminded uh, this week of Pop-Tarts. My kids love Pop-Tarts, but do you know that Pop-Tarts actually could be microwave too? Like if you don't have enough time to wait for them to get toasted, you can microwave and be out the door. Listen, if you're here today, come find me. I'll pray for you um, so that we can loosen up your schedule a little bit. You shouldn't have to be microwaving Pop-Tarts. You can toast them. You'll have time, all right? But we can't. We, we, we don't like to wait for our food. We don't like to wait for our TV shows either, right? Like if you have uh, the Hulu app or the NBC app, you don't have time for those advertisements. Like, you know, you're, you make your own money now. You pay for the premium version, Now that Netflix has lost the office, you're like, I don't have time to watch commercials. Like, get this off of here. And so you're paying for the premium version of some of this stuff. 
If you're like me, you hate going to the doctor's office because you hate waiting. Like inevitably, you have an appointment for one o'clock, but when are you going to see the doctor? 2.30. Like what happens there? You know, you get into the giant waiting room, you check in, you're early, you're like, ah, this is so good. And you're in there with everybody else, and then they call your name, and they're giving you the, the evil eye. You know, they're staring you down like, who are you? I've been waiting longer. And you walk back there only to find that you're waiting in a tinier waiting room. Like, that's all you do. You just wait. And you're like, what's the point of having an appointment? You're just constantly waiting. But I think we all would agree that we hate even just waiting on the Lord, right? Waiting on the Lord is something repeated all throughout Scripture, I'm even reminded in the Old Testament, the children of Israel had to wait. They had to wait 400 years to be delivered out of slavery. That's a long time. I don't care who you are, 400 years is a long time to wait. But they had to wait. David here has been waiting, and a lot of us, we have to wait on the Lord. I don't know what you would classify as your um, pit of destruction or your muddy um, bog that you find yourself in today. Whatever pit you would say, you're waiting to be delivered. Maybe for you, it's a job. You're waiting to actually find a job or you're praying and you're praying and you're waiting and you're waiting. You're like, Lord, I just want to work. Why can't I find a job? For some of us, we're waiting for a relationship or we're waiting on our finances or maybe for you, it's even you went to the doctor recently and you were given some news you weren't hoping for or you've been battling a disease for a while and you're waiting and you're waiting and you're praying and you're praying that the Lord would heal you, that he would deliver you out of this sickness. And for some of us, we feel like, man, does the Lord even listen? Does the Lord even care? Has he even heard my cries for help right now? I mean, I'm praying and I'm waiting. We don't like waiting. The reality is for a lot of us, we feel stuck in our situations. We feel stuck in our pits. We have a reality of where we are. We see where we want to go, but there's a gap between where we are and where we want to go. And in that gap is a waiting period. And it's hard for us to wait. But let me tell you, sometimes that's where the Lord does his best work. You know, often the Lord tests us in that waiting period to test our faith. Do we have faith that God will come through? Do we have fear in that moment? The Lord does his best work in the waiting rooms of life where we're just waiting. And this is where David's been. In fact, Psalm 40 is David's praise to God that he's finally been delivered. He's finally out of whatever it is that he's facing. But don't think that David just had to wait for like five, ten minutes and then that was it. He actually had to wait a long time. In fact, Psalm 40 is connected to Psalm 37, 38, and 39. David has been waiting for a long time in his life. And he's finally been delivered. And he's singing this praise. In fact, Psalm 40 is, I believe, that new song that he's talking about in verse 3. When he says, I'm singing a new song, I believe that's David saying, this is that new song, Psalm 40. And I, I hope that this encourages you a little bit today. That wherever you find yourself... Maybe right now you're in a pit of destruction. You're in a muddy pit right now. Then I hope that Psalm 40 is a song that you can sing to remind yourself to wait patiently and for God to deliver you. Because he will do that. It happened for David. It happened for the children of Israel. And he will deliver you as well. So I hope Psalm 40 is something that you can sing in your life. But the reality is I want to kind of bring it out just a little bit more. And say the reality is that we were all in a muddy pit. We were all in a pit of destruction in our lives. And that pit was sin. 
We were all separated from God for all of eternity. We all chose sin, and we were all enjoying that pit together. But God saw that problem. And so what did he do? He sent his son Jesus to come to this earth to live and die and to rise again. And because of that, if you've given your life to Jesus, if you've surrendered your life to him, then God has pulled you out of the the pit of sin, death, hell, and destruction and set your feet on Jesus. And now you have a firm foundation. You have a hope and a future today. And so we've all experienced that. And if you're here today and you haven't surrendered your life to Jesus, don't leave here today without doing that. Don't leave here separated from Jesus. Psalm 40 is David's song of independence, his declaration of being freed from it. And I think if you're here today and you're a believer, in a few moments we are going to sing. And I think it's good to remind ourselves, today that's what it was. Today was designed about worshiping God, reminding ourselves of who he is. And so I think Psalm 40 is very fitting that we're able to worship God even in the midst of everything we're going through. So today, if you find yourself in this muddy pit or this, this pit of destruction, we're going to do two things. We're going to sing and we're going to take communion. And the reason why we're going to do that is we're going to remind ourselves that even though we're in this muddy situation, even though we're, we're finding ourselves in this place where we don't really want to be, we need to remind ourselves that our issues here on earth are only temporary. That in light of eternity, this is only just a few years. And so we're going to sing because we're going to remind ourselves that we have eternity to look forward to. And I don't want to diminish the problems or the things that you're facing. I'm just trying to help us frame it and put it in perspective. But two, I think it's important that we worship and we take communion because it's important to remind us of, the, of God's great love for us. Because we're, when we're in these pits of destruction and when we're waiting, what often feels like for us is, does God even care? Does God even hear me? Does God, is God even listening? And it's good to remind us when we take communion that God is there. He hasn't left us. He hasn't forsaken us. He's not leaving us on our own. That he is there. And so when we take communion, it does something to us. It reminds us of God's love for us. It reminds us that he hasn't left us. He hasn't forsaken us. He hasn't left us on our own. And so often when we sing and when we take communion, we're reminding ourselves just how big our God is in light of all of our problems. And so we're going to sing, but I I don't want us to leave here today thinking that David had easy street, that his life was easy, that it was just all downhill from there. He never had problems because I love how this psalm closes. In verse 13, he's like, be pleased, O Lord, to deliver me. O Lord, make haste to help me. And then in verse 17, he says, as for me, I am poor and needy, but the Lord takes thought for me. You are my help and my deliverer. Do not delay, O my God. I love how this psalm starts off with, I've been delivered. I'm out of it. And then it ends with, God, help me again. I need help. Because it almost seems like he's back in another muddy pit, that he's back into it. But I want you to notice what he says. He says he's taking thought of him, which means God's thinking of you. He's saying that you're my help and my deliverer. So what it is is that David's faith is, more, is stronger than it was before. He's not, you didn't hear at the end, God, are you there? Are you listening? What happened? Instead, he has confidence in who his God is. And so my encouragement to you today is this. The reality for a lot of us is we're either in a muddy pit or we're coming out of a muddy pit. I've heard it said that you're either going through the storms of life or you're coming out of a storm in life. That's the reality. And so maybe today everything is fine. 
you're out of a muddy pit, everything's going well, then I want Psalm 40 to be a song that you remember to sing when you go back into a muddy pit. And if you find yourself in a muddy pit today, then I think Psalm 40 is helpful to remind you that God will deliver you. God is faithful, but be patient. Be faithful in that waiting period. You know, God may not deliver you here on earth. It may be in heaven, but he will deliver you. And I want to remind you that he hasn't left you. He hasn't forsaken you. He's thinking of you. He is your help and he is your deliverer. Amen. Thanks for joining us for this message from Awaken Church. We'd love to hear how this message or the ministry of Awaken has impacted your life. Let us know at awaken.church forward slash my story.